Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend Katie watch every single episode and then we talk about them one by one. Katie, are you afraid? <gasps> so frightened. It's no, a I day guess. for fright. <gasps> It's terrifying. Ah, <laughs> that's today's episode. Day for Fright. What a seamless transition. That was beautiful. I just really loved it. And yes. <laughs> November 25th, 1982 is when it aired. Okay. Synopsis reads, Hobo happens upon a real crime on a movie set. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, this is this is a, a fun episode. It is fun. I, I kind of like this. We had a good we had a good run. This episode, last week's episode. Yeah. They're good. It's, it's not been bad. No. Uh, Day for Fright is most definitely a take kind of like a a little play on words for day for night, which yes. is a common filming technique in which you usually put a blue filter over your lens uh, to tint everything blue, and then you shoot on a cloudy day, and that makes it look like night mm-hmm. to the viewer. It <laughs> yes. never actually does because night never looks like that. Night no. is not blue. No. But um, it's very, very common. We still use it to this day. Gives as soon as you impression. know about it, you will notice it. It's <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Um, it's usually done by lower budget productions. Because a higher budget production, like a Hollywood film, will simply light everything. Yeah. Um, whereas a lower budget one, they can't afford to light up an entire forest. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, nope>. So <laughs> they just use the blue filter. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool. So I, that's a, it's a good film. start to the episode. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Very clever. Um, so Hobo, up, uh, Hobo, Hobo opens? The Hobo doesn't open. <laughs> the Hobo opens. He opens Hobo up. opens. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the tentacles come out Yeah, again. the Lovecraftian <laughs> tentacles come out of his mouth. <laughs> episode opens. Hobo is walking in a field. Um, that's the first shot of the episode. Yes. The second shot of the episode yeah. is a trucking shot of a vampire in yeah. full daylight uh-huh. burning beside a giant crucifix. <laughs> yes. And I am immediately on board. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but yes. <laughs> yes, I'm very in. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's like, a, it's like exactly what you picture the vampire to look like. It's like, a Bela Lugosi. Yeah, uh, cape. and It's the, Dracula. Like, He's yeah. even got the little medallion in yes. the middle. It's mm-hmm. very... He's got the... What do you call that? The widow's peak. Oh yes, hair the, and the slicked and, back. Yeah, and the, it's, yes, it's a perfect White Dracula face makeup. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and he's burning. He's ah, <laughs> um, is very clearly acting. <laughs> yeah, and then he starts sneezing. <laughs> yes, this vampire's name is Maurice, mm-hmm. and he says he is allergic to dogs. Yep. Uh, because he freaks out because Hobo has entered the set. He's spotted the Hobo. Yeah, and he's like, "You didn't tell me this scene had a dog in it." <laughs> yeah, he's very much like um, Stratford British. Yes. Actor. Yes. Actor. Uh, do you recognize him? I know he's been in another episode, yeah. right? He yeah. was he was one of the villains in The Defector, like way oh, way back. That's like episode four um, or something. But he was also the uh, the villain in Sailing Away. Oh, the guy who like tries to get the money. Okay, same guy. Did not rec. No, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. So he plays villains a lot. He does. (laughs) So the director, he yells at the assistant director to get rid of that dog. Get (laughs) him out of here. This is this director. Did he remind you of anyone? Yeah, every director I've ever worked (laughs) with. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He did have the generic Hollywood angry director yell. In my mind, though, I went to Francis Ford Coppola in Apocalypse Now. Probably, yeah. I feel like that's his vibe. Though Francis Ford was absolutely losing his mind <laughs> yes. and almost died during yes. production. Didn't, uh, what's his name, Martin Sheen? Sheen? Yeah, yeah, he had a heart attack. I too. Yeah, that uh, movie is bizarre. It's They were filming it in the middle of a civil war. <laughs> yeah. So like they borrow the helicopters from the government and then multiple times during scenes, the helicopters would just <laughs> leave 
And they're like, what's going on? Oh, they've got to fight gorillas in the east. And they're like, what? Yeah, that movie okay? is incredible. There's it, a documentary called Heart of Darkness, which is the name of the book to, yeah. that it was based mm-hmm. on. Um, and it's Francis's wife <laughs> documenting everything. It's inc- that documentary is just as fascinating in the movie. I should watch it. But anyways, yeah. fascinating no. movie. Yes, that's what this director reminded me of. Okay, anyways. that's fair. <laughs> so let's see. He yells at the director to get rid of the dog. There's... A stand-in Dracula yes. vampire. His name is Steve. He kind of like laughs about everything. Yeah. He walks over to a barn and Hobo just kind of follows him in. Yeah. Steve tells Hobo that he like he thinks he improved the scene. He did a <laughs> he made it better. He did a good job. He's having a good time. He's drinking a refreshing seven up. Yes. A little product placement. Well, just a little bit. <laughs> Steve gets called out of the barn. So he leaves. And then two men trap the hobo inside of the barn with <laughs> yes. like a backdrop. I know. They got the drop on the hobo. I literally yes. got the drop on the hobo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. It was a good one, Katie. <laughs> Thank you. Unintentional, but we'll <laughs> pretend it was meant to be. <laughs> um, so these two men are Max and Al. Oh, you learned their names. I yes. did not. <laughs> they're, they're important. They're important in this episode. They are important in this episode, yes. <laughs> so Max and Al are kind of like, they trap the hobo. They're just like talking and this truck rolls up. Um, and the first viewing, I wasn't quite sure why this truck was important. But on the second viewing, I realized this truck is um, basically, I assume, bringing in a bunch of props. Yes. Yeah, it has to be. It's like set yeah. dressings mm-hmm. are in this. It's like a, yeah. it looks like a U-Haul truck. Yeah. They don't do a good job of letting you know why it's important. I mean, no. obviously it is because they focus on it. But Yeah. Mac, well. Max and Al are like, our fortunes are made. You know, they're pretty <laughs> yeah. excited about yeah. this truck. Um, you know, this is all going to work out if we're just a little patient. You know, yeah. we got to just keep it cool because one of them, I can't remember which one is Max and Al. Yeah, one of them is very clearly like gung ho to get what they're doing done. <laughs> yes. And the other one's like, no, no, like just you need to relax. Be patient. Relax. Is this the point where one of them uses the pirate voice? No, that's later. Okay. We'll go yeah. get to that. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> little sizzle for later yeah, on in the episode. Little, little <laughs> so, Maurice. Meanwhile, is having an absolute meltdown. He's so upset about this dog. <laughs> yeah, uh, the director, whose name is Jerry. Yes, he's our like, our Francis esque yeah. director. Mm-hmm. He's like, everyone, get back to your spots. Maurice is like, I need to go get some <laughs> antihistamines. Antihistamines, <laughs> like I am, and he's like, Jerry's and like, drill. no, no, you don't have time. We don't <laughs> have time. We're way behind schedule. The studio wants to cancel this movie. We need to go now. <laughs> yeah. So everybody goes back. Um, and when they do, Hobo busts out of the busts out of that barn because nobody's holding the backdrop anymore. Exactly, it's no problem for the hobo. Yeah, I was kind of hoping he would bust through it. Right, just somebody chucking him through there again. <laughs> Throwing him through. <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end of this episode. Yeah. Um, so he busts out and he decides he's going to follow Max and Al, who are going to a nearby production studio. Yeah. Um, so there is a production studio which is clearly a barn. It's been converted into a production studio. And this is actually a real thing. They're filming in, I wrote it down. I wrote down how to say it. I actually asked Mike, our car guy, how to say this properly. And of course I didn't write it. Is this the one that's in Curtis? Yes, but there's a certain way you have to, Curtis is Uh, how you pronounce it. Curtis. (laughs) Curtis, Ontario is where they're filming. Um, And this is actually like a real place because it was all built by a man named Walter Wasik, uh, (laughs) who's Polish, and uh, he made basically his own independent film studio That's in this cool. little place. 
Um, he converted a barn into a studio, and then he built like this little Ukrainian <laughs> village, which is a that really creepy building we're going to see later on. It's all like skeletal. Yeah. That's the remains of the Ukrainian village. All right. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's from Brad. That's our Brad bits. <laughs> Brad bit. Brad bits. <laughs> Very nice. Thanks. So yeah, Hobo follows them into the production studio. They go into like this. This is a pretty nifty set. It's pretty cliche, but it's like <laughs> a coffin on top of a stone pedestal yeah. with like torches and it looks like a like a burnt church or some yeah. sort of altar mausoleum yeah essentially. yeah it's exactly. like, you know um they're in there they're chatting away they clearly want to go over to the coffin they hear maurice sneezing because maurice <laughs> yes. has come back to the production studio he has a very hilarious well. sneeze too oh yeah <laughs> and they're like oh god and <laughs> yeah. it's like, no no don't worry about it it's just the talent they open the coffin and yeah this is the part where al <laughs> Puts on his pirate voice. He gets a pirate voice. He goes, har, har, in the pillow, matey, lies our treasure. And there it is. Har, har, and in the pillow, matey, lies our treasure. <laughs> you are really weird, Al. And then Max goes, you're really weird, Al, like you are. Do you think that was an actor choice? Like an ad lib? I don't know. Or was that in the script? <laughs> I don't know at this point, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like he was just bored and decided to do a <laughs> pirate do it voice. that way. Yeah. The director's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, keep it in. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Fun little character bit. <laughs> it is kind of fun. It is fun. It gives him some character. It, it does. does. Yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> Elsewhere, Maurice, who's like one door over from him. Yeah. He's trying his best to like overdose on medication. He's, he's looking at the label, like saying how much an adult should have. And he's like, I'm an actor, not an adult. Oh, adults wonder. Well, I'm not an adult. I'm an actor. When will they realize? That. Yeah, <laughs> which is his justification which for taking more. Which is something I've told actors many times. <laughs> yeah, it's not wrong. Yeah, no, <laughs> I've met a few actors in my day. Mm-hmm. About right. Met a couple as well. <laughs> all good people. They're all good people. Mostly, yes. mostly, mostly good people. They're most. Some of them are good. A few of them are good people. You know, yes. like uh, one or yeah. two of them are good. They, you know, they're pretty much all bad people. They're all bad people. <laughs> I did meet. Okay, um, Catherine Zeta Jones and oh. her husband. What's her? Michael Douglas. Michael they were Douglas. at Disney World. Uh, which I used to work at. Very lovely people. Nice. Super nice. So, yeah. There's my fun actor story. Didn't you have somebody from the, was it the Rolling Stones or Aerosmith? Oh, yes, Aerosmith. Um, So, Steven Tyler. Right. So, we have break trailers back, like, we call it backstage, um, where we have our own, like, bathrooms and, like, places. So, we were all sitting in the break trailer on a break, and the door opens. Guests are not allowed back there. But Steven Tyler walked in <laughs> with guest services to use our bathroom. Literally just like said, hi, guys. Blah, blah, walked to the bathroom, did his thing. We weren't all chatting about him while he was in the bathroom. <laughs> Came out, just like really nice, just like waved and like asked us how we were doing and then continued on his merry way. Nice. He was such a nice guy. There you go. Yes. He was wearing a lot of scarves. I so many. I thought that was just like a photo thing, but nope. no. He loves his scarves. <laughs> he loves his scarves. He was very lovely. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> so some of them. Well, he's not an actor, so. Wow. <laughs> then again, you'd think rock and roll stars would be the worst. You know what? And I'm sure a lot of them are. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of them are. But Steven Tyler, he loves Disney World, okay. and he's very nice. All right. There we go. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Maurice, yeah, he's trying to, like, take all these... <laughs> All these drugs to help him with <laughs> yes. his allergies. Um, Hobo steals the box from him yes. and like leads him directly into Alan Max, who have a pillow. They've pulled a pillow out of the coffin. <laughs> yeah. And Max is explaining that if they cut it down the seams, 
no one will ever know. Even yeah. in a close-up, you'll never be able to tell anything has been changed. So they want whatever's inside the yes. pillow. We don't know what's in the pillow yet. Not yet. What's in the pillow? <gasps> what's in the pillow? What's in the pillow? What's in the what's pillow? In the pillow? <laughs> what's in the pillow? <laughs> Oh, what's in the box? It's going to Pelter's head. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, Maurice rolls in and is like, wow, this is such a wonderful set. You've all done such a great job. It's a pity we're going to have to burn it. <laughs> yeah. Which is just such an off the cuff. Just a random oh, remark. Yeah, sucks we're going to have to burn the place down. Yeah, it's such a shame. Um, Al is like, what? <laughs> and Maurice is like, yeah, I just found it out from the coffee girl. They're going to yeah. burn this set down, you yeah. know, for the final scene. And they're like, oh, okay, well, you know what? We we have to do other things. <laughs> yeah, that's So mm-hmm. Alan Max peace off. They're gone. Uh, Hobo brings Maurice the pillow <laughs> to presumably get him to look at it I or know. feel it or something. Just touch it. <laughs> Maurice is like, oh, thanks a lot. I think I'll take a nap. <laughs> Let me just jump in this coffin and uh, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Literally lays down in the coffin. <laughs> yes. It falls asleep with his arms across his chest. I am not a superstitious person. I don't get creeped out very easily. I'm not sleeping in a coffin. <laughs> if it's just a nap, I might. If there are other options, I'm not sleeping in a coffin. <laughs> I think as long as I knew it couldn't lock. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's if it could lock, <laughs> no. do not put me in it. <laughs> no, thank you. But yeah, it's kind of funny. He falls, he just, falls asleep, asleep in the coffin. He does. And uh, he even like closes the lid on himself. <laughs> yeah. So he's just like inside the coffin. It's like being in one of those isolation chambers. Yeah, that's right. A little bit of water in there. Yeah. He's going to develop some psychic powers, <laughs> dose himself with some acid. And Go to the upside out. down. Yeah. <laughs> what was that project the CIA did? MK Ultra. MK Ultra. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I listened to that episode from Big and I really enjoyed it. That's where they were dosing their coworkers. With LSD. With LSD. And they didn't tell them. No. They, they just did like, like a work you function. You show up to the office and everybody knows except you. And yeah. you drink your coffee and everyone's watching. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, no. no. What, why? Why? I have uh, tickets to the Knicks tonight. Right. Damn it. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> uh, anyways. The... Uh, he does give us a nice Hamlet quote. He's like, the rest yeah. is silence. Maurice is, again, a very Shakespearean. He's an actor. actor. Oh, God, an actor. actor. Yes. <laughs> give my regards to Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, closes himself in the coffin. The poor assistant director comes barreling in and he's like, Maurice. I like this guy. He shows he's, up a couple times in this episode. He's just like, he's having <laughs> such a tough time. He's just trying to get this thing to finish. <laughs> he cannot find anyone. No. Also, at this point, the hobo does not bark nope. to let him know where Maurice well, is. Oh, he's letting Maurice sleep it he's off. He's just like, no, you're going to just, yeah, just he, nap. Yeah, you just chill out. <laughs> Steve rolls in. He's our stand-in. He's <laughs> our replacement Dracula. Yeah. And he finds Maurice in the coffin, and he has <laughs> like a legitimate reaction. He does. does a very good job of being yeah. like, "Well, uh, <laughs> I think he, he probably thinks is he dead? Yeah, there's a dead, there's a dead person in this coffin. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then he realizes he's just sleeping. Tries he's to wake him up, just and he's knocked like, out from all that Benadryl. <laughs> yeah, dead, dead to the world. Yeah, we've all been there. I was there three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hobo gives him the empty box. Steve, yeah, figures out that Maurice is going to be out for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drops his own Hamlet line. <laughs> yes. Good night, sweet, sweet prince. prince. <laughs> so Steve takes this opportunity to search Maurice's room. Yes. Which is a little strange, but we're going to find out why. Yeah. Um, he says there's nothing in there, but that doesn't rule him out. So Maurice... I'll be honest, I didn't twig at this point. I just thought this was just a random actor thing. <laughs> yeah, he's just searching each other's rooms? <laughs> yeah. What have you got? What's in here? It's like maybe he's in on this whole pillow thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
But Steve decides the show must go on because he needs more time. Mm-hmm. So he never thought he'd have to do this, but he <laughs> starts putting on makeup. Yep. Just lathering on that white face stuff. Yep. Grease paint everywhere. <laughs> yes. Um, so Al and Max, meanwhile, have come back to the set. They find Maurice, and they they do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead. Nope. Okay. Um, they decide, though, they, they got to move him because they got to get to that pillow. So yeah. they, they pull him out. And Max is like, drop them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, what are you Come talking on, about? Man. Don't, there's a bunch of curtains <laughs> or a bunch of blankets yeah. just over there. Let's go put them down safely. They shovel off to go <laughs> put them down. down safely. Hobo shows up immediately, grabs a pillow, and runs. <laughs> yep. Al and Max come back. They're like, ah, uh, where's the pillow? <laughs> they see Steve running outside. <laughs> so they figure it's Steve that's got the pillow. Yes. He's <laughs> stolen it, and they make a plan to ambush him <laughs> later. That's where we are. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Okay. Outside, we could probably get the best scene of the entire episode, yes. in which the director shows <laughs> up, and he thinks Steve is Maurice, and Steve does his best Maurice impersonation while trying to hide his face, <laughs> yeah. and it's just him going, He's not actually saying words. No, he's not. Jerry explains that they have a new ending, in which the vampire tries to get back into his crypt before sunup, but the villagers have like burnt his coffin, mm-hmm. and then he goes outside and he disappears in a cloud of smoke in the sunlight. Yep, that's the new ending. Probably should have been the ending from the get go. I, I, I want to know what the end. old ending was. Right. It's probably something really lame. <laughs> so lame. He explains how they're going to do this as a trick shot. It's pretty standard stuff. So Steve's going to have this giant crucifix. He's going to like be out in the open. They're going to pump a bunch of smoke into the scene. Then they'll get Steve to step out. They'll stick the cross in, and then they'll roll again. So that it looks like when the smoke clears, he's disappeared. Yeah. It's a very old trick. It's Standard. very easy to do. Yeah. No problem. Steve does this little mwah. <laughs> it's great. Um, he does this little cape flip at the end. He's very into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the little piece de la resistance. Yeah. He's just like, he's on it. Also, that's all one shot. It's all one shot. It is. That it's, whole just scene. Them, it's a walk and talk. And it's a walk and talk. And yeah. it's really good. <laughs> Um, kudos to the little hobo yeah. on this one. That's that's pretty pretty sweet. Aaron Sorkin stole that from you. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's what it was. <laughs> Absolutely, all of West Wing from yep. that walk and talk. <laughs> um, so they start the shot. They use all of the smoke machines they used on East Side Angels. They oh, just so out smoke. much smoke! It's like an army of, of people with smoke machines. <laughs> yes. The shot goes off without a hitch. In fact, they don't even stop rolling because Steve has the cross. He does his overacting. <laughs> And then when they when the smoke clears, he's just gone. They yeah, don't have to do the trick shot. No, he's so good. The director is stoked. He's so happy. This is like the second last shot of the yeah. entire movie. And he's like, finally, yeah. it went right. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> so he's like, all right, come on out, Maurice. But they can't find him. And Maurice is not coming out. He's not coming out. He's gone. <laughs> what has happened is Al and Max have physically grabbed Steve out of the shot yes. behind the smoke cloud. And they're interrogating him about the pillow. Yeah. Steve knows nothing about a pillow. He's, nope. Clueless. He absolutely, yeah, he's he's blank. <laughs> Hobo shows up. He provides a distraction. And Steve does that thing where, like, he looks at them and realizes that they're both not looking at him. <laughs> yeah. And he runs. He's like, and I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. So he takes off. They start chasing him. <laughs> Steve kind of like ducks down in the underbrush. There's a great shot of like the forest, and then there's, there's just this guy <laughs> dressed as Dracula, 30s Dracula. It's just kind of crouching in the bush. Yeah. Hobo brings Steve the pillow, mm-hmm. and Steve kind of like looks at it. The the whole seam's been cut at this point. Which yes. How I, and I why? I don't know don't how that know. happened because Max never got that far. Nope. But Steve fishes out a giant fake cross. <laughs> it looks like something you'd buy at Party City. Yeah. It looks like <laughs> the hilt 
from Spirit of Thunder Rock. Yes. It's the same like gold plastic with giant, giant blue, jewels. bright blue and red gems perfectly formed. Yeah. Just yeah. looks like plastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the cross of Yura Saba, he oh, says. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Um, so this is what Steve has been looking for. Um, Alan Max, though, they find him. Yes, of course. Uh, Hobo has already left, though. He's taken the, the everything, the pillow and everything. He's he's booked it. He's gone. Yep. Um, Alan Max find him, and they tackle him, and we cut. <laughs> yes. And we cut because we're not going to see the three kicks to the head that Steve is about to get from he these guys. He is getting a beating. Yes. <laughs> Hobo runs off of the pillow, and he stashes it in what I describe as the most dangerous-looking building that has ever existed. This is part of the Ukrainian village, and it's just like... <laughs> You know when wood beams get so old they go gray? Yes. The whole thing is that. It's yes. this gray wood beamed looks like a almost like a gothic house. Yeah. But it's all gray, hundred year old wood beams. And like I feel like if you sneezed at that thing it's falling in. It's down. falling in. Yes. Hobo it's cool looking. It but yes. it also looks like I'm, you would not want to smoke within a hundred feet of this thing. If that thing even gets like an ember, it's instantly it's, in flames. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think if you breathe too hard on it for too long, that yeah. thing's gonna catch. Yes. Like, don't rub the door frame. No, no. Get a little static electricity, and you're done. done. It's done. <laughs> um, so Hobo runs into this building. He takes the cross out yep. of the pillow, and then he just books it again. Yeah. Elsewhere, Steve has literally been knocked unconscious. He's so, so out. Concussion. Yes, absolutely. Uh, unless they like, we didn't see them chloroform. put them in a, like a <laughs> chloroform or like a sleeper hold. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, he's out for a long, way too long, long for a sleeper hold. Long time. Um, yes. Maybe they gave him a bunch of Maurice's drugs. <laughs> yeah. Just pop him full of the Benadryl. Yeah. <laughs> Here, drink this. Drink it all. <laughs> so they stuff him in a big old van, which I thought was a Dodge. I and you thought was a Dodge. I also thought it was. I was like, it's an adult fun toy. It is. It is not. <laughs> it is. Yes. Mike you tells me, me it's a third generation Chevy van with a box. So disappointed. Sweet paint job, though. It is several shades of taupe. <laughs> with a big <laughs> Z on the side. Yeah. All in taupe. <laughs> and we, we talked about this. They don't do this for cars anymore. No. Like that must have been an 80s, early 90s thing. Because when I was growing up, my mom had a minivan, <laughs> and it was black, and it had a purple and pink <laughs> stripe all around the side that went into like a little heartbeat on the doors. I love it so much. <gasps> they, you don't see that. You don't. No. The closest you get are like racing stripes on the muscle cars. Yeah, but they come with them. Yeah. Like they're part of, yeah. that's part of the identity of the car, yeah, right? Exactly. So like a Viper has that blue and then the white yeah. stripes, and Mustangs have it, and like, yeah. I just want to see a Dodge Caravan <laughs> with a Panther on it again. Yes. That came from the factory. Yeah, you bought it like that. You like bought it, it in the like, lot. Yeah, it was in there. <laughs> they got about 50 of them. They got to yeah. sell them. And you're like, yes. Panther special. <laughs> That's what Sign I me up. 100%. It's true. Cars are so boring in color. Like, yeah. really, you get the same shades of red, blue, white, black, and red. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We need some. We need some color on our cars. I like. I'd like like a yellow car. We should do when when we're when we're super famous, Katie. Absolutely. This yes. podcast. It's going to take off. We should fundraise, and uh, <laughs> if we get enough money, I can. I'll get the littlest hobo like airbrushed on my car. <laughs> on your little key. <laughs> on my little Kia Rio. I'll put the littlest hobo on the both sides. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Please make that happen. Yeah. If you're listening, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want and I'll this. drive around in that car for years. <laughs> So when I lived in the States, their laws about like vehicles are much more lax than ours. Mm. So you're allowed to do pretty much whatever you want to the outside of the vehicle. 
there was a car that would drive around Orlando that was literally every inch of it was covered in little Jesus statues. Oh, man. Literally all sides of this tiny little car just had Jesus glued onto it, sticking out like a weapon. <laughs> like It was horrifying. Like, how is this legal? Yeah, they can't. No way. If, you, if that car ever hit anything. Right? You just have Jesus flying yeah, you'd everywhere. have 600 pointed Jesuses coming at you. Like, it was insane. It's like, who thought, yes, this is what I'm going to do? This is what, this is, I always think of the Simpsons when they put the seashells on his car. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and all the birds fun. are trying to pack into them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good episode. It's a good episode. Okay, but I want Hobo on the side of your car. Okay, me yeah. too. Okay. Let's do it. Um, so... Inside, they're finally setting the crypt up for the final shot. Yeah. Uh, Jerry still doesn't know where Maurice is. No idea. He's disappeared. But they're still going to go on with the shooting. The show must go on. Yes. <laughs> apparently. No one's looking for him. <laughs> um, the real Maurice comes out. Yes. He's been sleeping. He's very groggy. He made it back to his dressing room at some point and yeah. slept there because he doesn't come out of the coffin. <laughs> no. um, Jerry kisses his nose, which uh, is weird. It's so strange. Very strange. <laughs> Hobo shows up with the pillow and the assistant director, who's just trying to keep it together. As, like I said, I love this character. I grabs it and is. throws it back in the set. He's like, ah, we need that there for continuity. Al and Max are like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> and I think Max is like, calm down. We'll get it. Like, don't worry about it. They try and get in there, but yeah. the assistant director is like, hey, you guys have jobs to do. Go, go yeah. do your jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, Maurice does say at this point, when they get the pillow, he's like, continuity. It was there in Mexico. Even <laughs> yeah. the dog knows that. That's a really important line that I didn't pick up the first time. Yes. It it alludes to the fact that they filmed this this vampire movie in Mexico at some point. At some point. <laughs> yeah. It's the only reference you're going to get. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Yes. Jerry is having an absolute meltdown because the crypt doesn't look like it's 800 years old. <laughs> no. Buddy, you need to relax. Right? It's, come on, man. The, yeah. Your budget's clearly low. No one's expecting you to have No. Like... No, this is going direct to VHS. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So outside, Hobo runs out. Mm-hmm. He hops from a car into the van. Yes. And then in through the skylight. <laughs> something you don't see anymore on vans. Nope. <laughs> um, and he... Freeze Steve. We should mention that Steve... Oh, yeah, Steve, we never mentioned what Steve was put in. So Steve got his mouth taped, and then they stuffed him into a seven-foot... A blue Ikea bag. Yeah, it's like a giant <laughs> bag with a Drawstring. Rope. Yeah, they... He's going to die in there. I was going to say, he can't breathe. No. <laughs> they shut that tight. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hobo gets about, though. He kidnapping gets to his, murder. This Sorry. giant bag. Yeah. <laughs> kidnapping to murder. It's two easy steps. Yeah. Um, Steve escapes. Yeah. Gets out of that van. <laughs> yes. And uh, he runs into the studio. At this point, they've lit the set on fire. It, yeah, it's got the like little fire bar and like it's going off. Yeah, yeah, the assistant director's got like a flare and he's like, <laughs> like yeah. making sure the flames are really big. That yeah. one, this poor guy. I know, he's just trying to make this movie. <laughs> but Maurice is in the background and he is hamming it up. He is. Hard. Yes. <laughs> he's like reaching for his coffee. He's like, Aah! he's He's doing the best, yeah. the best he figures, that he can. Yeah, he's just going to go all out for this. Yes. Al says, we got to get that cross. The fire's going to melt it. And Max is like, ah, oh, good God. Like, well, how yeah. are we going to do this? Steve barges in. Um, <laughs> Steve don't care. He like he goes right for the set. Mm-hmm. The assistant director tries to stop him. <laughs> and uh, he just throws him off. And there's a great little shot. I don't know if you noticed it. Where like 
the assistant director grabs him and then Steve just throws him off. Like he just yeah. kind of brushes him. And then the assistant director in the next shot is holding his wrist. And he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. my wrist. Like, you didn't even touch your wrist. Right. No you should be is. on set. You're an actor. <laughs> yeah. Such a good job. <laughs> um, Steve grabs the pillow, yeah. is immediately tackled by Al and yeah. Max, mm-hmm. um, who take him off to the side and punch him in the stomach. I was going to say, they're not hiding. They're like, nope. they're nope. just straight up beating this man in front of all these people. Yep. And Jerry's <laughs> like, get the pillow back on there. This is one take. Yeah. You know, <sighs> we can't Keep rolling. Cut. We Keep can't, rolling. We don't have much film left. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways, there's a big scramble between <laughs> Steve and, and Al oh. and Max. And Steve's like, you're all under arrest for possession of stolen property. Yeah. And at this point, finally, Jerry is just like, what the hell are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? What? What? What is happening here? <laughs> they go to look for the cross and the pillow, but it's not there. Maurice has a meltdown because <laughs> yeah. everyone is talking over his scene. <laughs> Hobo holds down the bell, the call bell. They yes. have an electronic bell, which yeah. runs through the entire studio. You usually sound it right before you're filming, so everyone shuts up. Yeah. Hobo sounds that. Jerry finally yells, cut, like, <laughs> yeah. we've had enough. And it turns out that Hobo had the cross the whole time. Hobo been hoarding that cross. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Where he's hiding it? That terrifying Ukrainian village. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we're going to go a little bit later. Yep. Jerry explains to Steve um, that they've never had anything, you know, like this happen before. Steve, you're an actual federal agent. And Steve's like, yeah. I was posing as an actor <laughs> to figure out. So essentially when they filmed in Mexico, Al and Max and somebody else, I'm assuming, or maybe just Al and Max. I think just Al and Max. They stole that cross. They put it in the pillow. They got it shipped across the border because it's easier to do it that way as part yeah. of the film set. They were just waiting for it to show up to set so they could steal it back yeah. and sell it. Yeah. That was the plan. Pretty foolproof. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and Steve just kind of explains that this is this is the case. This is what <laughs> I was waiting for. The assistant director also tells him that, you know, he did the exit scene and not Maurice. Because yeah. somehow the assistant director could tell it wasn't. I, was gonna say, I figured like he was just in the background just giggling. Like, <laughs> he yeah. doesn't notice. <laughs> um, Steve hams it up and, like, pretends to be Maurice <laughs> yeah. just as Maurice shows up. There's no way Maurice didn't see that. Uh, he absolutely saw it. <laughs> um, Maurice wants to tell them all the story about how he was acting in the comedy of errors, mm-hmm. uh, but the AD is just, <laughs> he is not having it. No. He's like, well, I think your ride's here. Get okay, out. Bye. <laughs> and Maurice is like, yeah, you're right. It needs a bigger audience. I'll <laughs> yeah. tell it at the cast party. <laughs> and he's gone. Yep. Jerry, meanwhile, it's just, Jerry is such a strange Such a strange animal. man. He yeah. starts looking at the hobo. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm negotiating for a werewolf movie, <laughs> and I think that dog would be just perfect for it and then he also turns he's like also you steve you'd <laughs> yeah. be great for it too and steve's like i'm a cop yeah no I thank 100% you 100 not doing this I he's like well oh, you could take a leave of absence and steve's like no get get away from me please <laughs> i just want to go back to my desk <laughs> yeah assistant director tells jerry that time's running out jerry's like all right fine let's mm-hmm. let's get these last shots and then get the hell out of here hobo starts to take off and steve's like well i guess <laughs> you know it's time for you to go. He has a line. He's like, you and Garbo, you both want to be alone. Yeah. And then that's the end of the episode. That is the episode. Yeah. It was enjoyable. I, I actually really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It was hammy. It was <laughs> silly. Yep. But they all acted it really well. I liked all the side characters for the most part. Yep. I was on. I'm I liked bored. it too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike wrote in, his only line about this episode was, why is smuggling so hard? <laughs> It's true, man. It's so difficult. Nobody ever, like, no one can ever smuggle properly. No, they in, really, no. 
No, like they tried to smuggle those gold statues on the uh, ship. Yep. And that didn't work. Nope. And then we had a very similar team in the one where Hobo lets a guy drown in a car. Do you know which oh, one I'm talking about? With the cat statues? Yes. And the, the... Drugs? The former convict who was working yes. at the... Yeah. Second, is that second chance maybe? I think so. Yeah. Something. It's, I'll have to go back and look. Yeah. But they have a very, very similar smuggling team. Yes. Um, just bigger scale. Just, yeah. And yeah. they can't pull it off. No, nope. It's too tough. That's the lesson for your kids. Okay. Don't smuggle. It's Don't hard. smuggle. It's terrible. <laughs> Kidnapping. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Murder. Next step. Right. Just sell it in Mexico. That's right. Yes. Just do it in Mexico. Don't. <laughs> Try the hobo the... will find you. <laughs> right. Don't come to Canada. I just picture like once upon a time in Mexico, the hobo just strutting yeah. down the street. Yeah. Guitar case. <laughs> a little twangy music. What is it? El Mariachi. Was that the name of the movie? Anyways, it's the one where he's got the guitar case with, with the a gun. gun in it. Yeah. Yeah. I just picture the hobo. Nice. <laughs> it's dragging because he can't properly hold it. <laughs> yeah. It's just the sound of. <laughs> just adds to the terror. <laughs> yeah. They could hear the guitar case coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a hobo harm? I said zero. Okay. He, he doesn't really do anything too dangerous. I gave it a two okay. because he has to jump in through that skylight. He in does. The, in the truck. That's true. The van, and there's no good way to do it. So there's a little spine compression, I think, happens there. That's fair. But it's yeah. not critical. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. We can get um, behind that. Do you have a hobo fight? Uh, the Jerry, the director, versus Coppola in the Apocalypse Now era. Wow. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that would be fireworks. <laughs> That'd be a brawl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Middle of Vietnam. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, I have me, myself, versus whoever is sitting on Jerry's unreleased film because I want to see it. <laughs> I do too. I want to see this movie. Absolutely. It. Uh, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I want to know how it all goes down. Right. What's its title? What's it called? I don't know. Day for Fright, I guess. I guess so, yeah. Are you ready for the next episode? I'm ready. Okay. Next episode is called Trooper. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Hobo finds an abandoned baby oh, my in an evacuated town. <sighs> Babies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Baby actors. Uh, yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, until we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. And I've been Katie. Take care. Bye. Watch your babies. <laughs>